0: Hi, welcome to the Two Peers podcast. I'm your host, Erica Doremo. During our second episode of season one, we'll be recapping the 20th annual Rice Women in Leadership Conference, which was held this past Friday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Ali Sedeno, the founder of Women Offshore, kicked it off with a rousing welcome. She and her team did an incredible job of pulling together both speakers and content. We felt they really struck a great balance across a wide variety of topics. The sessions were really realistic. They were honest um, and they also were inspirational and energizing at the same time. So we can't cover all of the speakers and panelists, and we could not be in all places at once, but we will certainly try to cover a large portion of it during this podcast. So the opening keynote um, was just masterfully presented by Anne Fox. She's a Marine Corps veteran and the president and CEO of Nine Energy Services, Her humor and humility and honesty just made for such a powerful and honestly at times heart-wrenching discussion. So she did a great job of reminding us that having a diverse set of perspectives can really make a, a massive difference, and at times it can make the difference between life or death. From there, we had a choice of four different morning panel sessions. I personally attended the Founder's Corner as the founder of Two Peers. It was titled Founder's Corner from Vision to Adventure. And those panelists included Jillian Fink, the CEO and co-founder of OxyGuide, which is a medical device company. Uh, Kathleen Purley, the CEO and co-founder of Decode Digital, which is a digital marketing company. Diana Murakovskaya, the co-founder and general partner for the Artemis Fund, which is an angel investment fund focused on women-led and women-focused startups with a family uh, impact. And then also Erin McClarty, the founder of Erin McClarty PLLC, who we've worked with before here at Two Peers. And she focuses on helping people actually manifest their vision in our case, she's been assisting with us transitioning into a Texas Benefit Corporation, so she's really focused on the nonprofit space and and social impact. We learned quite a bit in that founder session. One striking piece of data was that in 2019, only 2.8% of VC money went to companies that were founded by women. However, It's interesting to note that 19% of all exit value comes from female founders. There's definitely some work to be done in that space, and we have an opportunity to be better funding some of these female-backed ventures. So there is a discussion about the difference between success and failure, which might sound fairly straightforward, but we learned it really is not. Um, Kathleen discussed what the definition of a win is. So uh, what do we consider a win? Are we putting the right KPIs or key performance indicators in place for what we actually want to achieve? And then also, are we recognizing that sometimes we need to test out ideas and knowing that something is not right for us uh, is not the right direction for our company or for us personally, that can be a win too. So some of the outcomes that we may be tempted to view as failures actually are very beneficial and we should count those as wins as well. Erin focused us on identifying what success was for us personally and whether we're actively working towards that or if we're getting distracted by goals or objectives that aren't inherent to what we view as success so one helpful tactic in that could be to identify what it is that you're not going to be um, and just put that to the side there was also a theme around structure so some advice was blocking out time setting boundaries for both yourself but also your clients and your loved ones uh, and just being clear about where you're spending your time The importance of saving time for reflection and strategy also came through loud and clear. So within our daily structure, are we making sure that there's a focus on what makes us money, but not just with a short-term view, also with that long-term view? We also discussed setting aside a separate working space where we can really be focused, Um, and another suggestion was finding a co-working space uh, if you don't have a a primary office space, if you generally work from home, and maybe identifying partners or communities that can help add structure to your day. Another great question from the audience was around founders who are used to being overachievers, who've maybe not taken a lot of risks in their life before uh, and are used to getting that kind of real-time feedback through either academic performance or through promotions um, and raises and how to operate in a world where that doesn't necessarily exist and we are taking on greater uh, potential risks and probably a series of failures before some successes. And Erin suggested that communities, such as the one at the Women in Leadership Conference, can really create that space to fail and share and then incorporate the learnings and move on as a win. Kathleen actually credited her academic struggles with dyslexia for teaching her how to get comfortable with failure and move on quickly. It doesn't hold her back. Um, And then Jillian recommended doing your research such that you have the confidence to go your own way and just feeling really grounded in your knowledge. So there were some really good tips for either current founders or people that are looking to start their own project or start their own venture. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be an independent business. It could be within your own company that you're working. It might be a new project that you're taking on, just keeping that mind frame of the founder. If you're starting a new project or trying to incorporate something new into your current workplace. So moving from the founder's corner, um, while I wasn't personally in this session, we did get some great feedback on the on one of the other sessions that ran concurrently called lessons learned in leadership. And that panel was made up of uh, Linda Clemens, the VP of sustainable solutions at NRG. And she uh, focused on the value of listening to where people are at in their moment, and we also heard from uh, Shruba D, the Vice President in Global Retail of Global Retail and Solutions at Mastercard Advisors. She discussed what makes a good le- leader: so powerful communicator, the ability to influence, and being able to thrive outside your comfort zone. And she also emphasized the importance of having your own set of personal directors. So that includes someone who believes in you, a mentor or sponsor, and then also making sure that you're incorporating the views of your biggest critic. So your biggest critic can be a part of your personal set of directors. It's important that these are people who have seen you work and aren't working in the theoretical, but have actually seen how you operate. Another panelist was Tandra Jackson, managing partner at KPMG, and she discussed servant leadership, so what that entails, and also the importance of putting the client first and some of the lessons she learned around that. Additionally, there was Gigi Lindbergh, the VP of Commercial Relationship Manager of BBVA, and the founder and CEO of Meritage, which imports wine from Turkey. She discussed the tactics for and importance of responding rather than reacting. So it's certainly not um, an exhaustive recap of what discussion went on in the lessons learned in leadership, but it gives you a bit of a taste. Following those panel discussions, uh, there was a networking lunch, which was very tasty. And uh, we got to meet quite a few really interesting women during that networking lunch. And then we moved on to the Tough Conversations workshop, which two peers facilitated. So why that topic? Why tough conversations? It's generally because difficult conversations affect everyone. And we have a few choices when it comes to them. We can either try to avoid them, we can handle them poorly, or we can handle them well. And we all know people who can handle them well, and they generally stand out to us. While we won't go through the full workshop during this podcast, we can uh, touch on what the themes were. So we set out some of the learning objectives, um, and those included recognizing what makes a difficult conversation difficult, and then identifying tools to prepare for them understanding ways to navigate confrontation and de-escalation, and then finally determining how to close out and resolve those types of interactions. Our workshop included uh, an interactive survey, and we found that while there are all sorts of types of interactions or confrontations that people struggle with, there were definitely some themes that came through. They crossed the boundaries between work themes um, and personal themes. And generally, while our workshop was targeted towards the professional environment, all of the uh, basic underlying principles can certainly be used in uh, personal or even family situations as well. So we will have a future podcast dedicated solely to the topic of navigating conversations because it in and of itself is quite an extensive topic. But I did want to credit the audience for having some great questions at the end that were really engaging. We were even able to pick up some ideas for how to make the content and format even more valuable going forward. So if you're interested in hosting one of those workshops at your workplace, or if you want to learn more about navigating tough conversations, just feel free to reach out to us at uh, our website at twopeersconsulting.com. While we were in the Tough Conversations workshop, Delphina Govia, in parallel, was facilitating her workshop called How to Live for 300 Years, Maximize Your Personal and Professional Life. So Delfina is a partner at Veritas Total Solutions, and we're big fans of hers at Two Piers. Uh, we've heard her speak at quite a few engagements, and it's always an enlivening and enlightening experience. So her interactive workshop focuses professionals on balancing their personal and professional lives. And this was far from a lecture. So it was a working session. It even involved a bit of math. And if you missed out on her workshop at the Women in Leadership Conference, she'll actually be hosting a free extended version of that workshop on March 6th to celebrate International Women's Day. And you can find out more by checking out LinkedIn um, or the Veritas Total Solutions website. After the workshop sessions, uh, there was an afternoon panel titled The Frontier of Diversity and Inclusion in Business, and that panel was made up of Deborah Byers, uh, Ian Wise, or Ernst Young's, America's Industry Leader, and also Ernst Young's, America's Oil and Gas Leader. It also had Janelle Daniel, the VP of HR community relations, and sustainability at Transocean. And Janelle's been a big supporter of Women Offshore, and we're also big fans of uh, Janelle here at Two Piers. We also heard from Amy Dalton, the SVP of Americas for BCD Travel. And then Larry Perkins, the associate VP uh, of HR and diversity organizations at MD Anderson. So there was quite a diversity of backgrounds on that panel. And the panelists discussed where they saw the future of diversity headed, and it's clear that they all see it as a central tenet of doing business in a competitive world. One question that we loved that Deborah asked was, you know, where are the unspoken rules that are affecting women? And she asserted that we need to get those rules out into the limelight and decide whether those unspoken rules need to be spoken or maybe they just need to go away. And we need to recognize that. I thought that that was a great insight. Janelle also discussed for Transocean in particular, and in industries like that, and in the energy industry in particular, in industrial environments, we need to recognize that there's also a technical aspect and a technical element. So do we have the right PPE for women uh, working in these environments? Do we have change rooms? Do we have the facilities to accommodate? And That's like a baseline that we need to make sure that we're taking into account when we are putting projects in place. Larry also observed that we can be good on paper. He asserted that MD Anderson has always been good on paper, um, and diversity is just a fact. It's simply a fact. However, inclusion is an act. That seemed to resonate as well with Deborah, who noted that You can look great on paper, but if you don't have people in the right roles, and if you're not focusing on the right roles, then it's not necessarily going to make a difference. There's also a recognition that it takes about 20% um, of the workforce to change before we actually start noticing a difference. So one or two people here or there is not actually going to create a shift change. Larry also posited the need to lift as we climb. So as those of us who are excelling in our careers or working our way through, are we bringing people along with us? And the next generation, are we bringing them through? So the closing keynote uh, was delivered by Sandy Ash, and she spoke about her Roar leadership experience. It was Very powerful and engaging and we highly recommend checking out her materials at sandyash.com and it's A-S-C-H. She spoke about being purposeful, transparent, calm, and courageous and really focusing on velcroing yourself to your purpose and that will help keep you on your course and give you that energy that you need when times get tough. And closing out the Women in Leadership Conference was a uh, reception with Dean Peter Rodriguez. So we appreciate all the support that he and his team have put into the Women in Leadership Conference over the last several years. And really, another thank you to Ali Cedeno and her team for just pulling together a great day of content with uh, all sorts of different formats, different types of speakers from a variety of backgrounds. And we thought it was really just an honest and empowering look at women in leadership. So thank you for joining us for our second podcast. You can expect another installment in two weeks time. And in the meantime, you can find more content on our social media feeds on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And as always, feel free to reach out via our website at twopiersconsulting.com. Have a great week and we'll meet you back here soon.